One of the really neat things that you can do with it is you can actually use the camera while the object is in the bed and then it will do a vector trace of the outline of the object and import it into your project. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you have like a, mm-hmm. right, or I'm sorry, windproof lighter, don't, yeah. don't sue me. Yeah. Um, watch out. I've, it's called, it's called um, a ripo. Ripo. If you, if you have a windproof lighter, because we don't engrave um in in your bed you can just click a button and it will like and it'll yeah drop a vector outline of what i asked about you about that size yeah into your project What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Laser Source Podcast, number one podcast. If you are liking lasers, I don't want to say if you want to grow or scale your laser business. I mean, it is often good for that, but uh, you know, you can just be a fucking nerd and love lasers. You know, you don't have to do this as a business, and uh, that's okay. We support you. Um, cool episode tonight. Normal gang is with me, Matt Botiford. What's up, Mr. Matt? And uh, Kyle's really into something. Look at him. <laughs> Yo. I don't know what he's doing. He's like doing math. That's the face I make when I do math. Voice 6.0. That's right. Voice is no. here on a Thursday. Voice isn't always here on Thursdays. It's good to see you, though. Yeah, I am. Only missed like twice. Uh, uh, I don't know. Jimmy. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy. I think officially, officially hitting fucking regular status here. Michael Mullins, Laser Engraving 911. What up? What up, dude? You, pause button. You got Yo. like this mic situation over here. You got you got like a mic, a mic upgrade, or what are we doing? Uh, yeah, the same microphone. I just got a boom because uh, shit, it was dude. picking up all the vibration from my desk from yeah. the from all the heavy duty computers I'm running underneath. Now, it sounds better closer to you like that too. It's getting oh, like, nice and crit. Yeah, ooh, smooth. Good, yeah, good, good. yeah, beautiful. Um, yes. So I guess we're, we're we're all gathered here today because Michael wanted to talk some shit about <laughs> onboard laser cameras. I don't I don't like them either. Uh, mine is much more like uh like on principle. I don't like them, but uh you know I'm really interested to hear your experience because our onboard laser cameras that the rest of the group has used are m- much more economically advantageous and mm-hmm. yours yours is like on a billion dollar machine and if you don't like yours then like uh, I, it kind of feels hopeless for the rest of us what what do you think what is going through your mind because i know this has been you've been chomping yeah. at the bit to talk about this yeah i brought it up last week uh, and uh, i said we should talk about cam- <laughs> we should talk about them cameras yeah <laughs> because they're all over the place and um I guess what it was is, you know, Alex, when, when you and I started, we didn't, you know, and pretty much everybody who started a while ago, there was no, there was no cameras. Right. Like, so we just learned to do it kind of the way I do now, which is, you know, if you need to line something up, you build a jig or you, you design a template and you, you and you get good with your laser and you, you line it up and you just hold on and hit go and <laughs> hope that yeah. you did a good job. So, I think what the the biggest disappointment is, is when they started coming out with cameras, they sold it as like, you know, you can lay out anything you want anywhere in the bed and just drag and drop your graphics right where you need it to be. And it will hit that spot every single time. 
Mm-hmm. They really did sell it like that. Um, and, and I never, you know, we never had one up until recently. And I only have one because my machine just happened to come with it. It yep. wasn't like I was looking for a new machine with a camera. It was just something that came with it. Yep. So I was like, oh, I finally get to, you know, try it out and see if it's, as, you know, help me align strange objects and get Dip really your toes into this tech. Yeah. And not have to spend hours, you know, making a, a, a modeling the part in Adobe Illustrator to make my own template. You know, I, like how, I like how now Michael is getting into real reasons. But when he started, he was like, these gosh darn whippersnappers, they yeah. think that camera, <laughs> we didn't have those back in my day. That's right. As it was presented in front of me, I was like, well, maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, here. sure, sure, sure. <laughs> So, but, but no, you're like denied. It didn't. It I didn't, was denied. It's not I meeting very, your. It's not meeting your expectations. It is not meeting my expectations. Um, it I didn't really hit that marketing goal that they set. Did you? It, do, do you have like some anecdotes like the, about something that like was supposed to go one way and yeah, didn't, so didn't come out. Yeah, totally. I I had a, a an order for a bunch of shot glasses, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is going to be awesome. I am going to." <laughs> Uh, lay all these shot glasses out in a foam jig and I'm just going to use the camera to place these logos all over these shot glasses. It's not a big bed. It's 24 by 12. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a small bed. And I'm like, dude, I got the, the Iris camera. I'm, I'm, I don't have to do nothing. I'm just going to drag and drop. Come to find out, um, dude, the warping is so bad that you there is no way that you can get an actual image of if you have raised items in the bed mm-hmm. or anything with with that's more than just the flat plane right you're not landing anything on that in the far right and left mm-hmm. corners right i didn't really i was kind of under the impression that that was the whole purpose it shows me my bed i can drag these logos on top of these shot glasses and hit go yeah that is not the case right because no matter whether you're in alignment or has nothing like the, to do with your alignment. It, it's assuming that the 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 bed is in a certain position in or, and for a certain distance from the camera. So as soon as you That's mess right. with that distance, you change your kind of warp values. It, it, exactly. And, um, <laughs> and then I read it in the real fine print in the manual. <laughs> you know, it really works best if you place objects right underneath the camera. And you're mm-hmm. like, what the... <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, of course it does. Right. That's how lasers work. Right, right. So so then I realized, okay, here's a reality check. Look, the camera is going to be good if I need to do some laser cutting and put a bunch of shapes all over the board where it really doesn't matter that I get that serial number right in that spot of that weird shaped object. Right. Right? That's what it's good for. And if I do have something that's weird shaped – like a very, and I have to do some really crazy lineup. I need to put the object right underneath the camera and then it actually does work pretty good. Right. But if, if you go into the warp zone, I'm going to call it the warp zone. If you go out into the warp zone, you got a big guitar body say, and you're trying to do some stuff all over. Forget it. You're done. It's not going to happen. So you're better off just doing it the old school way. That's right. So I do most of my stuff the old and school way. You know what yeah. really sucks out of that story, though, is like hearing that you made this awesome jig that would hold like 12 by 24 shot glasses, not only even for one time, but the fact that you're like, this is going to be any time I need to do this kind of job. I'll just pull out this thing I spent two hours working on and then 
fuck. You're exactly yeah. right, dude. That's and that's the just worst part. To show you. Even after, you know, what, nine years of experience, you know, I had I had these assumptions. Yeah. I was ready to go and I wasted probably a good hour Ugh. getting ready for this moment that, that I was so let down. I was like, oh, yep. so you can so you can build a jig for one thing only. Just keep just make sure the jigs is just like <laughs> there you, you go. Are. But the other thing uh, you mentioned, too, is like you're saying when you have these projects, right, where you're cutting stuff out and it doesn't particularly matter where it's going on the material. Yeah. As, as long as it's on the material. Yeah. You don't really need the camera for that. I mean, you, you you have the bed in your laser software. You know the bed size. I don't know how it is on Epilogue. At least in Lightburn, you have a grid. You absolutely you know, do. You're yeah, right. you, you know but exactly where here, the bed's going to be. Here's where it does come in handy. Say you got a piece of scrap wood. Ah, that's still got some blank stuff mm, left on it. Mm, mm, okay? Okay, that's fair. And you got that little bit of material that you want to utilize before you throw it in the trash. Yep. You put that wood in, that acrylic, whatever, and you can just drag your cut right into that yep. area without having to draw ruler yep. lines or anything. Yep. So yep. Yep. in that sense, it really helps you utilize maybe some scrap material that you had to get more cuts out of quickly. Yeah, so right. that was a benefit that I found. I'm Which not I, completely I witnessed failed. that. I witnessed that. My yeah. my my objection to these cameras is even more just like I less factual, less based in, in experience and facts than yours. Mine is more like like conspiracy theorist. I, I just don't like them. I don't like the way they look at me. You know, I don't like the way <laughs> they're like, in I, my shop. I like dude, I like hitting the fucking frame button. You know, I want to see it. Yeah. I want to yeah. see it. I want to touch principle. it. I want it to happen in front of me and I want to know where things are going. I don't want software yeah. to control that, you know, yeah. and it, maybe that's, maybe I'm just sounding like an old man, but I don't, I don't want to put, I, that's not the computer's job. That's literally the only part of my job that I have left to do. The rest of these <laughs> machines are automated. You know what I mean? And if I'm not doing that, then what the hell am I doing besides just pulling stuff out of so the machine know. and putting stuff into the machine? That's where the, the, the artistic touch comes in, you know, mm -hmm. like you, you, you are the artist and you're responsible for making sure that things are level and straight and aligned and in yep. the areas that they need to be in. And now we're just like, you know, just tossing graphics into lace. I don't like, I don't like it. Don't you like kind of sound like the ladies that I work with when they talk about eBooks versus books. I want to <laughs> feel the pages. I want to see the pages. I want to know that I read 487 pages because it's just, it's, that's what it's supposed to be like. I mean, right. yeah, though, you know, you're like, not wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying it yeah. cracks me up. Like, you're like, you sound just like these ladies. That's not yeah, music. Man. It's true. <laughs> and, you know, it's even worse, I think, with the uh, with the Galvo lasers, because there's light burn camera for for Galvo lasers. So if you use light burn with like your fiber, the cameras are out for those, too. And there's a lot that you have to know and pay attention to in order to get those working mm. correctly. It's not even just. Like I know you haven't set this up because you have the you have the the edge and yours is just like it's there. It just does what it's supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. The guys that are using these on gantry lasers have to first perform a kind of like alignment check. So you've got like this row of like dots where sure. it needs to like see the dots and then calculate the warp of the lens because you can yeah. use any webcam. It's not just like a camera. You can literally buy a webcam on Amazon and use it. Right. And then once that's done, it marks a bunch of points and you have to tell it exactly where the points are. And then once that's done, there are actually like small like tenth of a millimeter adjustments that you can make left and right in order to get things mostly where they need to be. It's 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 thorough, but it's 
a lot of work. Tedious. It's not you're not plugging a webcam in and like doing stuff, you know? Yeah, the and, edge kind of has that all built in. You just put in a registration. Like if you ever want to check, just make sure everything's still in alignment. You put in a board and engrave some crazy patterns that make no sense to me. Yeah. And it does a scan and it says, All right, you're you're within the the margin where that epilogue money comes in right (laughs) yeah 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 because i mean the the other thing too is with uh like lightburn camera specifically on galvos you have to have like a different profile for every lens because the bigger the lens you put in the further away you're getting from the material you know so it's yeah dude there's a lot that you have to kind of consider and kind of like lens corrections right every time you change the lens you get every time you change the lens man you have to have a new set of corrections yeah exactly that's exactly right so um yeah i don't know does anybody here like absolutely love onboard cameras so (laughs) i have one on my laser because it came with it um but literally the person who i bought it from didn't even use it because they were like what happens is you do all of the work that you just said to align it, right? Then you start running a project like 350, 400 millimeters a second or whatever, and it's just shake, 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 shake. And after you run so many jobs, you basically have to keep realigning it to keep everything good because it just, it moves. And so unless you have everything like tightened down and you always are doing stuff, it's just more uh, upkeep that you're adding to your daily thing because then that time that you go to run, just like Mike said, or Michael said, um, that project that you're like, you know, if you're a scotch off, but now they all look like trash yeah. and you just mm. run like 50 blanks and you're like, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So got them. It's not that I don't like it, but it's just, it's uh, I've, I've used it a couple of times and it honestly took me longer to use than just eyeballing it and doing the, uh, the frame. Like you said, just sprint. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just cause that's how I was taught. So that's how I learned and that's how I do it. Yep. Yeah, that's the same here. I mean, there there are cool things that Lightburn Camera can do. Like one of the really neat things that you can do with it is you can actually use the camera while the object is in the bed and then it will do a vector trace of the outline of the object and import it into your project. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you have like a mm-hmm. right or I'm sorry, windproof lighter, don't, yeah. don't sue me. Yeah, um, watch out. I've, it's called, it's called um, a rippo. Rippo. If you if you have a windproof lighter, because we don't engrave um, in in your bed, you can just click a button and it will like, and it'll yeah. drop a vector outline of the what I asked about you about that at before. size yeah uh, into your project, yep. which is very Ooh, cool. I like that very cool because then you can That's align handy. stuff, and even if you don't use the camera to frame right or position, you have the vector outline. And it's sized appropriately, and then you can do like your normal like framing and tracing and things like that. So you don't have to go into yellow. So you don't have to go into um, Photoshop and do all that. You're not like taking pictures and like you know clicking around to like make your little. You don't even have to just boop drop, and then you fill the stuff in. Very nice, Uh, very very nice, very helpful. But I again, I wouldn't use the camera for positioning. You could, and there's a workflow there, but I just don't know if it's for me. So. So what? So there was a there was a project actually yesterday that I now now that I I know how to use the camera and what it really can do and what it cannot do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I had uh, six magnifying glasses. Okay, so I want you to imagine a like a inspector's magnifying glasses with a pretty decent size handle, but not not that big, and it's all swoopy like it's been turned on a lathe. You know, mm-hmm. it's very weird shaped. 
And the guy's like, I want my logo on the front and my phone number on the back of the handle. And I'm like, I'm going to use the camera for this. Right. So I was only five magnifying glasses. I laid it right underneath the camera perfectly at, you know, 12 o'clock. And then I just dragged his logo over the handle and it worked really well and was very accurate. Uh, and then I did the other side the same way. So that for whatever reason seemed easier to me because it was such a weird shaped and such a small size that I had to work with. Yep. I mean, I'm talking literally like his logo was the length of a matchstick. Like it was very small. Yeah. Um, so it came in handy there, but, um, do I use it often? No, I still am, you know, on, on in the camp with you, Alex, where, you know, I like boxing stuff out and, and, you know, really getting my hands on and lining it up manually. Most, most of the time, I would say yeah. 95% of the time. Yeah. It, me too. Especially you saw the X tool review that I just published. Right? I did. Yeah. You see their weird little like red offset cross yeah, off things so that you don't have to use the actual blue diode to frame stuff. Yeah. It's the same thing. I like, I did it. I, I came, I saw, I left, mm -hmm. you know, like I switched it off and I went back to the main like diode thing. I just want, I just want the actual dot. Same thing with the beam combiner, dude. I never realized how spoiled we were with beam combiners when I worked with you over at Sonoma laser because yeah. the blog just had one. The red dot just came out of the nozzle, you right. know, and like a lot of the low end lasers just have a little red dot pointer off, off at a 45 the degree angle kind yeah. of pointing around where it'll start you know and yeah. so i've had to i've had to like put beam combiners in all my machines because i can't i just can't hang with that like that's not good enough like i want the laser coming out of the hole yeah right where my where my like actual marking laser is going to emit and yeah, that's, that's the just, coolest that's what the cool kids do that's what the cool kids do, man. That's yeah. the yeah, that's the the bees need. But. <laughs> the beam combiner. All right. Well, we came in and uh, we smashed up the reputation of laser cameras everywhere, and uh, that was a, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for tuning in tonight, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> um, I have some cool things. So for the last three podcast episodes, I've been wanting to show this off, and I keep forgetting. So I'm just going to do it now. There's no great segue, but. Mm, drum roll. Oh, sorry, they're tangled. Nuggets, <laughs> nuggets been over here. Show it off. Show it off. Okay. Show it off. Sabotaged again. Here's oh the uh, the three hundred dollar Mansfield rotary, which is Whoa. pretty chill. Um, it's got some like uh, there's a lot of three D printing going on in here, and a big chunky motor boy there in the back. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You're uh, welcome. But it's it's pretty nice, and uh, it's a it's a cool budget option if you're not looking to spend a lot of cash on a rotary. It can be good for you. You can adjust it up and down. It's got the front rollers, the back rollers, and of course we have the uh, the springy boy. Oh yeah, right that thing is so back. necessary. It's got the standard four pin uh, aviation connector. If I can get it to show up here. There it Sorry to everybody listening on the audio podcast. Stop. Yeah, there you go. Okay, good. So there's that uh, standard four pin, uh, two phase. Very nice. Very cool. Um, and then I just, I've just been wanting to show up. I've just had them just sitting around. Uh, then we have the pie burn. I actually move my mic. It's in my way. 
There you go. So here's the here's the pie burn rotary right here. Uh, it's got significantly longer. It's got these nice little magnetic feet on the bottom that'll actually like thunk onto your honeycomb table. That's hmm. pretty nice. chill. And then uh, same thing here. So lots of adjustments that can be made. It's got this literally puts like a bazooka. Um, <laughs> So it's got like this back roller here that'll like tromba, rotary tromba <laughs> turn. Yeah. And you can raise this up and down and it's got, again, we've got a springy boy with adjustable tension and you can see the pie burn kind of sits like off to the side of the extrusion rather than like right on top of it. So it's nice for smaller ones. It can actually like fit pretty well in like a smaller bed. Um, so there's the pie burn. And then last but not least, we have the $1,200 Roto Boss uh, <coughs> Junior 2.0. Same kind of like offset side kind of roller here. I think this is the lowest one. <coughs> and uh, a spring, springy boy here. You've got roller adjustments to raise and lower things. So you've actually got like everything is kind of locked into place oh, once yeah. it's where you're going to put it. Um, so this is a this is a big chunky boy too. We're gonna be putting these head to head really soon on the channel. Yeah, that looks like the Terminator ooh. next to the other one. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been really wanting to uh, to play with these for a long time, and I just thought that I would show them off real quick while I had a bunch of people on that would actually <laughs> appreciate them. Yeah. Can I send so. you some? Can I send you some uh, some really strange shaped flower vases? For you to oh, really yeah, put dude. those to the test, yeah, that would be sick. The, <laughs> lots fact, of lots of swoops and curves and all kinds of angles on it, so we can see who can handle that kind of stuff the best. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool. Uh, one of the neat things, which I don't have on me at the moment, is the the. So normally you've got your little roll spring loaded roller, like the top mm -hmm. one, right? So you'd put that inside the glass, and it will help rotate the glass. The Rotoboss comes with one. That's two wheels on a higher suspension. So if you have something like a beer bottle, you can actually put the lip of the bottle down on the two bottom rollers. And then these two wheels on the top, Ooh, hold yeah. the beer bottle down while it rotates it. It's very cool. It's got some very cool things. So I'm really yeah. looking forward to playing with there's, those too. By the way, there's also one thing that he said is in the works right now too, where basically anybody who's ever done something that's got like a uh, bevel to it, you know, like mm -hmm. it goes down taper. Yeah, uh, they walks sometimes, and in one of the groups, I can't, I can't remember which one it was, but uh, he had posted. It's like literally just this thing that sits along. You put it onto the base end, and it just pushes. It's literally like a wheel that goes horizontally, so it just rolls, and it's got uh, it's got pressure like a pressurized spring, and so basically the walking will never happen again. And I'm yeah. so excited mm. for that. I, I literally told him like, bro, when I give me <laughs> yeah yeah and so. uh pyburn just came out with the pyburn grip too which you would yeah. also think is very cool michael it's a uh it's a um uh chuck, chuck. rotary for oh, co2 lasers and rotaries. it's got it's got like silicone feet on mm. it so you can like put glass in there and it'll like Ooh. squeeze the glass but it won't like yep. break the glass you know okay. uh very fancy and it it just attaches to the existing piber and you just swap it out for the rollers so instead of rolling you're chucking and it's very cool it's very cool so i think it what makes surprised me, think me 
the uh, uh, Susie Q shakers, Alex. Remember? Oh that? God, dude, those are those. That, was, are the that would have been hand- handled. Have you guys ever seen? You know the like you go to the pizza place and they have um like the oregano shaker and it's just like a steel oh yeah cylinder with the big holes the on the top. Flake. Chili yep. flakes, yeah, exactly. The metal ones. I'm talking. So they have like the glass ones. They have the metal. Yeah, ones. yeah, like the old pizza ones. Michael and I did yeah, pizza work <laughs> for a company called Suzy Q that ordered a billion of them i mean thousands like actual thousands not exaggerating thousands of them and they all had a like a wax coated a very thin clear from the factory polished coating yeah on on them and so we were uh not doing these on the fiber uh because i don't i don't we we could have z marked them i guess it would have just taken a really long way too long it's taking too long so we were spraying them with like brilliance laser inks, essentially. I don't. What were we using? Ceramark back then, or yeah, we um, were using that. Okay. Whatever, uh, and it would not, it would not do its thing because we the couldn't wax, figure it out. We couldn't figure out why it wasn't bonding to the metal. Yeah, the wax was interfering with that catalyst, and so we actually that was when Chris was working with us too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we so we brought Chris in and Chris literally set up two uh, like horse stands and then uh, like had a huge plywood board with just hundreds of these shakers on them. And he would sit there and like rub the wax off with alcohol on every single one. And then I was the next station over and I'd be spraying them all with Saramark every single one. And then Michael would come and pick 12 up and then bring them over to the the epilogue and mark them it, and then we glued two together do you remember yeah we, we had a base to base um so I think we had we, two and we figured out a way to join it. them we had like a plastic a ring and we put two of the lids inside the plastic ring so you could screw them in and then screw them off and it would actually like engrave two of them at once with both you know, ass ends on like the rollers if That's you would have just had a camera it would have been done like in half the time mm. so i know the camera would have made <laughs> all the difference would have made all Savage. the difference for that job. All By the, the way, what was really cool about the grip thing that uh, when uh, Stan and Lynn came on is that it had like, at least to me, it was cool. Like you could do like a highball glass, which was like the really thin, you know, like uh, really thin layer of glass. But then they had uh, what? How how heavy was the beer mug that he had? Wasn't it like oh, man. That two was and like, a half pounds or something? Yeah. It was a big boy for sure. It, it was the one that was like this big and had the handle that's as thick as your thumb. Yeah. You know, and like the big chunky Stein one. And he just popped it in there like you know what you know what I want to put on that thing, dude? The uh do you guys remember from the Black Friday episode the Das Boot? Das Boot. The big glass you seen yeah, that, Michael? The giant glass yes. mugs. I want to yeah. stick that in the grip. Let's see how that does. Ooh, I'll put that thing to go. the test. Put it to the test. Um, I just was kind of looking through chat because we haven't really looked through it or said hi to anybody today. Hi, everybody. Um, but I saw a concerning question. Uh, Mike C., who has the brand new Makara. Uh, so this one's for you, Kyle. Should there yep. be clicking noises coming from the scan head when I first turn on the laser? I'm thinking um, that's a no. Yeah, loud clicking isn't normal, but you can normally hear the scan head moving. So what you're going to want to do is actually like test it and make sure it's firing properly and everything. Um, if you're hearing click like hard clicking, that could be something making contact with something that shouldn't be. 
You may just have to contact support. It could have happened in shipping. Maybe it took a, a really hard jostle or something. Uh, yeah. Or, like, are uh, we talking like like gas stove like starter clicking? Like you know, or yeah, is it doing ding 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 or really fast? Um, or is it just are you hearing the motors whirring? Yeah. Um, but uh, you know your typical DHL UPS FedEx situation. If they pushed it off the back of a truck, there's not much you can do to package it to save that. It's a, it's like a 75 pound machine. So, yeah, I'm I'm concerned by that question. I, it's it's concerning yeah. to me. Um, yeah, you also so crazy for sure. Michael, you just published a new episode on your channel. Uh, did I? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, about what? about uh air cleaning oh i did yes i did yeah i did (laughs) yeah that was my last one i'm still working on the other one which uh is going to come out real soon about 85 percent done with that one i did enjoy the thumbnail i just want to throw that out there i was a big fan of it lots of color you kind of had like the smoke you were like i think i think of you i think of you when i I know and then the uh the opening too i'm assuming you just took a I took a smoke. Nope, nope. That was a fog machine. Halloween fog was machine. Was it? Oh, just you went right off fog camera. Yeah. I had to time it and turn it on with the remote and just blast my face and then yeah. and then do the intro. Yeah, right. that was sick. That was really cool. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, Michael just uploaded a, a new video to his channel where he talks about air purifying equipment, what you get with the budget stuff, what you get with the big boy tools why and how they work it's a very good episode so if you haven't seen that make sure you go yeah, check it's a, out it's a big in so feel free to skip around to the part that interests you the most no yeah deal. i i enjoyed the uh the tour of the it wasn't the bofa it was the other one the big the big chunk one the white one oh the white one that was sent to me by yeah by pure air tech yeah pure air tech how yeah. how did you end up like is that is that a solid it's a solid unit it's just you know just like i said in the video it's a super solid unit um yeah. just don't think that you're going to vent indoors with leather and acrylic with that unit right because uh, you but, still but get the, every, the everything VOT. else i don't vent i, I don't vent outside you know yeah. But yeah. if i'm going to get ready to cut those materials i i pipe it even through that i still pipe it out uh, outside my only disappointment and again you guys should go watch this episode uh because we're not doing it any kind of justice at all right now but my only disappointment is that you didn't open up the activated charcoal container and just i just wanted to see you like dig you your, me grab all really, that that was the visual media. i just really wanted yeah, yeah. So 33 pounds of activated charcoal <laughs> just falling through your fingertips yeah that would have been uh that would have been um something that I would have. Yeah. And what I liked about that unit also was that they don't, um, no, 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 Bofa, if you're listening, you know, I love you. I've had your machine for a while. I I buy filters from you every year. Don't, don't be mean to me. Uh, but you don't allow me to put my own media in the charcoal Mm. filter Mm. and Mm. and you seal it up really tight. So I have to throw the whole thing away and buy more from you. Right. And the other company, they have screws on their charcoal media filter and they, they are, they're welcome. You know, it's a, it's a cartridge. It's an empty cartridge. You can Mm. fill it with any kind of media you want. And I did. Yeah. So, (laughs) well, there you go. And Uh, I did. 
We'll see if you're listening, Bofa. I don't know. Bofa's never uh, had anything to say to me, so they're probably not listening, but maybe they will. No, they're not, but they make a good unit. And those guys, are. if you are looking for a unit where you can vent in the kitchen while you're making food mm -hmm. and not smell anything, no matter what you're cutting, that's, yeah. that would be the unit. But you're going to pay you're going to pay a price for that. Yeah, you're it's going to cost money. Price. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, Stan's here from uh, Pyburn and he says, oh, that's Randy. Hey, Randy. Uh, Stan says we had the DOS boot on the grip, but it's yeah. tricky. But he said that they, they could do it. So I'm interested. That's challenge accepted from me for sure. There you go. What's up with everybody? What are you, Matt? You're still doing those ornaments. Tell me this that's, is the final run. That is the last one. Oh, that's right literally, literally the last one. That's literally that's the, the last, last fucking one. one. Like I was okay. going to mention it, but then I was like, eh. We'll just leave it. I'll knock it out, and then I'll talk about it later. But you see this stack? That's the yep. last 10. Nice. Uh, oh, okay. So it's 185 ornaments done. And all the and ribbons are tied and everything. All the ribbons are tied. All of the little things are wrapped. And that's, you mm -hmm. know, like you got to wrap each one. And I figured out, by the way, that if you wrap it, you can't wrap it as a square because it doesn't actually fold right. So you have to wrap it, like, at an angle. So that way then you can fold it down, tuck it, slide it into the box, and it's got a little cushion under the boot. So, you know, all kinds of fun stuff like that. Yeah. It's literally. Got to have the booty cushion. Then tonight, after, as soon as these are done, though, I've already got my next job. I've got two, two light burns open. So the next job is going to be doing these cups on the fiber. I've got 20 of these that I got to knock out real quick. You doing so, a little uh, project mark on those? A little cylinder conversation? Doing some cylinder correction on it. Yep. yep. And uh, it's about a 41 second job a piece and making a good return on those. So. And I'm pretty excited. The guy's a new customer, and he's basically talking about uh, he placed like a order of 20. Um, and pretty much every time he does a job, he's going to give, I think, his clients a little gift. Yeah. Um, it's a landscaping company. So shout out to uh, Legacy Builders Landscaping, right? Um, and actually, this is one of those things we talked about before, like marketing. Um, when I did it for my uh, 20th reunion, my high school reunion, I put cards in each cup because um, basically, you know, I charge them way less than I would have uh, a customer, like a corporate customer. Yep. And um, they said, Hey, you know, we'll put up a slide on this, on the slideshow. We'll put your cards and make sure that they go in nice little bags and look really presentable. And mm -hmm. so I've actually gotten quite a bit of uh, good feedback from people. And literally at um, even at like uh, October 31st, Halloween, one of the guys was riding through the neighborhood in the golf cart. And he was just like, bought a bird. He's like, love the cup. <laughs> so Nice. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's it. It just happened. Woo! He oh. did it. Big round of applause for Matt. He finally, finally finished his yeah. good ornament project. Oh, oh God. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Matt, was that hot when he picked it up with the UV? Literally, room temperature. Cold, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It just not, knocks it right off the top, and Bro, then you're done. Kyle and I fucked around yesterday and found out oh, we did. Uh, yeah let me let me pull this up so you guys uh, can see it yeah oh, is, oh i know what it is yeah you do <laughs> what, what is there listen what alex got yesterday was pretty what i got yesterday was awful oh pretty I that oh, yeah, sir, yeah. is a cookie I'm not, it is a cream filled you know in the center two black cookies on the outside Cookie. Can I say what it rhymes with? Got it. Yeah. Schmorio? Yeah, that's yeah. the Schmorio right there. Uh -huh. And uh, this was done with the UV laser. 
so i had to leave did, was it the fact did you have to bump the frequency up like i thought i did bump it just a touch just a touch and what i the, the real trick yes. to my success yep. here i mean you can even see like the little snowflake in there yep yep, yep. uh the real trick to success on these was to take a knife and actually knife physically knife scrape the cream off of the the cookie like, I thought you used the baby wipe. The cre- I did. That didn't work out well. So this was the, right. this was the second attempt, um, and I, I literally used a knife and scraped like the top layer of cookie off, so that I just had like a nice raw cookie surface, and that did really well because the cream just turns into lava when you when you hit it. Right. It exactly. turns into lava, and then Kyle tried to do it. I don't think we have a photo of the one you tried to do, Kyle. Oh come on! I want to see Kyle. We should. We, get we don't. You'll have to look yeah. at the live stream. Yeah, it um, um, it burrowed a hole into the middle of the cookie. So I I did the whole cookie. It it went through the top layer of the cookie into the cream, and it started just like shooting like a four inch flame out of the top oh. as it turned the sugar off. Oh. It's like caramelizing it. And then after it got through the caramelization layer and started hitting the cookie, it turned into like a rocket stove. So that was the end of that. I actually I was um, able to find a picture of it. Um, sugar so, rocket. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Did you yeah. eat the one that you made though, Alex? Because it honestly, it looks like it's pretty edible. Um, we both ate our cookies, and, and we both wanted to throw up. It was. I was gonna. Think it was. That. It was violent. Wait, you um, mean you mean carbon tasting chocolate cookies wasn't enough? No, it was it was really not good. Uh, here's Kyle's uh, right right here. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> just kidding. That's a, that's a pizza, but that's exactly what it looked what? like, right, Kyle? Yeah, pretty much. That was pretty much wow. it, right there. Um, so very, it was it was very nuclear, uh, for sure. So uh, not recommended. Not recommended. We tasted the zero out of five stars. I ate mine first. And then I was like, that was literally like one of the worst things I've ever put in my mouth. Second to maybe the bagel. And uh, and and Kyle was like, I'm going to eat mine. I'm going to be a good sport. And I was like, no, dude, like, don't do it. And I barely burned mine. Like mine, you saw mine. Mine was like nice. It was, crisp. You know, it was like tender, it was, tenderly it was crisp. Tastefully done. Tastefully done. Kyle's was mine like. was just terrible. Like nuclear sludge waste. And mm. Kyle's just like, ha and then I, I just like, I can't believe you put I, that in your mouth, dude. I, I really killed glass of milk after that, and then after that, I killed a can of Pepsi, and after that, I went upstairs and pulled some food out of the fridge. The second, the second we ended the mouth. live stream last night, Kyle was like, "I think I have to go brush my teeth, bro." I was like, "Yeah, you think?" <laughs> it didn't help. It didn't help. It was no. like it was stuck, like <laughs> in the back of my throat. It was stuck, oh. like. On the, the best part was before like, I left. The yeah. best part was before I left. Alex was trying to like uh, <laughs> car- caramelize the cream, and yeah. he literally was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna grab it and see what's going on." And he like went to like the cream. He's like, "Let me give it a lick," oh. and then he goes like this. And as he turned it up, it just was like <laughs> like sludge <laughs> pouring off. Of it. Yeah. And he just goes, um, "Oh god!" Yeah. Yeah. It was that sounds horrible. horrible. By the yeah, way, I really don't. There you go. Hey, four chicks. Just started two weeks ago with a TTS. Is that two trees? 55, learning a lot from your channel. That's awesome, man. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the the little two trees. I don't know the 55 model. Does that sound familiar to you, Kyle? You're the one that's been talking to them. 
Uh, no, it doesn't. No, I'm gonna have to look that up because I'd really like to. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see what he's working with. But that's exciting, dude! First laser. I love when yeah. people get their first lasers. It's a you've taken your first step into a larger world. <laughs> a TTS fifty-five. I'm I'm guessing it's fifty-five watt input power. So it's probably a two or a four module unit. Five. Yeah, five point five watts. Yep. Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. He's saying he's confirming there. Uh, five five. It's not, yeah, it's that's chill, that's chill, yet, man. But... Have fun with it. Try everything. The diodes are surprising with things that you would not expect them to uh, to be to able perform. to do. And uh, get a get a good book. Find something to read while you wait for mm. jobs to finish. <laughs> um, do do photos, man. Take advantage of it for for what it's good for. Try some photos out because uh, that's that's gonna be pretty cool. All right. One more going back to Mike C. Did we look at this one? I stepped away. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yep. The clicking wasn't very loud, but it was the only noise I heard from the laser. I sent a message to Wisely. So there you go. I'd want to hear it. I'd want to I'd want to hear it before I gave you undue reason stress. for uh yeah, stress or, or what have you. Uh, I don't yeah, so uh, Discord. Is this a fiber? Is this a fiber that he's talking yeah, about? He's talking about like the actual gal in the scan, scan head, head in the box, he's yeah, hearing something like, like the mirrors are clicking or like, something. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming he could turn turn it off completely and unplug it, take the lens off and kind of like you and I, you know, kind of look in there. Maybe there's some piece of plastic or something that's hitting one of the Galvo mirrors or something. Mm. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's, know. It's, it's worth looking, I suppose. I mean, if it's busted, it's busted. You're not fixing it. No, so. no, you're not going to fix it. But at least you're like, oh, look at that. It's a candy wrapper that one of the. <laughs> yeah. left in How did the Tootsie Roll get in my Galvo right. head? <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's just a cigarette butt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. It's a piece of schmorio. What about you, boys? What have you been up to? I've Again, I know that you insist you've been here like every single episode we've ever done, but I feel like I haven't seen you that much lately. He was here what last you, night, too. What are you up to? <laughs> no, just getting acclimated to the new job, the new hours, mm-hmm. um, and then knocking out the last bit of these custom orders for all these stupid ornaments. Mm, for like the, the holiday rush. Yeah. Man. And stuff. How many are, are, right are these all orders that you got from going to that last event you were at? Or is this yeah. just stuff you're getting like oh. internet no, traffic or just the stuff we got the orders at the craft show. We're still trying to fulfill all those. Yeah. Awesome. So we're, we're done assembling and she's packaging it right now, I think, and finishing that up. So we're just going to do a drop off a community drop off back at the parking lot where we got the orders. So mm-hmm. Are you done? Are you done taking orders? Yes. Like except for friends and family. Yeah, you won't accept anything else for December. Yeah, you're done. Are you gonna do? Have you done the like Google Maps thing yet? Like set up a Google My Business page. The thing is, Diana does not want our home location being. You don't have to share. You don't have to show it. Yeah, you don't have to. If you look up mine, it just tells you it's in this area. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. it just shows you the the another. Another tip I can give you on that is if you go to the post office or like UPS or FedEx, um, uh, UPS and FedEx, some locations have um, purchasable mailbox space. Mm, Uh, So you can get everything or anything you want sent there, including um, if you just want to be able to have a place to um, like (laughs) send returns. Uh, and if you go to the post office, get a PO box, you can set any one of those to your location for the Google, my business. Mm-hmm. So it just shows up at the, like a, a dot on the post office, which right. is great. So when people are looking for a post office, it'll show in the same spot. 
Right. Perfect. Are you they get a lot of traffic? So it's Michael, like, are you, are you putting your home address on your Google, my business listing or what, how are you handling that? Oh, me? Yeah. yeah. No, no, totally. Yeah. You can totally find me roll up to my house. Uh, I have a, uh, I have a sign. Uh, if you start to try to come down my driveway, mm. it's like a big sign that says, stop <laughs> back up, park on the street and call me. Here's my number. Nice. Yeah. Cause yeah, I mean that's and that that's you, all. Yeah, you've got like kids running around and shit. Yeah, and, yeah. Or, and I also have a driveway with like a fourteen percent grade, you know, on it. And I've <laughs> oh had. Stuff, so. I live on a mountain. The driveway scares them enough. They park on the street. I, dude, I'm out there all day long with uh, with the clipboard. Just I'm just like a drive through. I'm like, hey, yeah. they, 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 you don't have to get out of your car. It's fine. Just see. Chill out. Just yeah. stay there. You should Thank actually. You. Thank you very much. Okay. What would you like to <laughs> Yeah. You right. should install like a uh, an order box like McDonald's. <laughs> like just have no, like a, have a, a, a prompt like a yeah like he said like a drive through speaker. Yeah, they don't they don't mind. Dude, I, have you thought about doing like a like a pickup box where you like build you get a couple two by fours and some plywood and you just build like a like a like a four or five row boxes and put diff, like five different padlocks on it and it's like your orders in box number three and you get. You know your combo Much for more your lock than and, that, Alex. I, okay, I what have, do you do? I have a big black box out there. Oh, you just box. Oh, you don't I'm even done, lock it. You just leave. Just, nope. No, I live in a. I guess it depends on what neighborhood you're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. it depends yeah. on where your bit, where your house is at. So yeah, I don't how, have an issue and it's really convenient because i just when i finish a job i just dump it in the box shoot them an email here's the invoice your stuff's in the box have a nice day yep i haven't had anybody rip me off or leave without paying you know like some some people like to wait to open the box and make sure i actually did a good job but then they'll sit up there and they'll send payment before they leave so it works out yeah chill that's a that's a good idea there's some good tips in there for sure yeah i am way too curious of neighbors we have like an adult foster care home down the street. Mm, they're wow. just kind of wandering. They like walk up in our garage and the garage that we're working. Oh, this one just walks. He's like, what you guys doing? I'm like, hey, motherfucker, you got to go. I'm sorry, bro. You can't <laughs> just come in here, man. Yeah. Please yeah. somebody yeah. in Chicago. Yeah, I was gonna say Michigan and Georgia are very different places. <laughs> you know, that. Uh, Joel, Joel's here. Joel says, "I'm a firearm manufacturer. No one shows up unannounced. <laughs> yeah. No one." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mike C says, "Is the red button on the front labeled empty potentially connected to the red light?" Uh, it, it could be. I, I responded just after that. Oh, did so, you? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I see. It. Yeah, I'm gonna drop a photo in Discord after the stream. But yeah, because uh, you have the but, you have the Makara too, right? So yeah, the only yeah. difference is I have the Rakus source. He has the JPT. But mm-hmm. on mine, the far left button on the front is the red light. The center is the keyed power, and the right is the e stop. Yeah. So I have three on the front. So my left button, which is what he's referring to, is the one that. Um, for me is wired to the red light. The mm-hmm. difference for you is the JPT sources do have an internal red light and it's possible. They also wired an external one. So it kind of depends on how it's set up. I don't know how it's set up because mm-hmm. mine's functionally different. I My rake is it's only the M7s, so. right? Only the, I M7s. think the LPs do too. Do the LPs. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Um, but e- either way, you'll just have to ask him how it's wired up. Um, because it's going to be specific to that that machine because there's not like a a mass setup of those because that was like a custom one. 
True. So, um, Vince is here as well. Says, uh, mine shows a picture of my house. I set it up years ago. And uh, when I started Monroe Laser Engraving, we started that in a garage. And I had just a pic, literally a picture of the garage. And then I took yep. the pictures of the inside that show it like, you know, it's all nice with like the lighting and the counter. And people just came through like nine to five. They just like parked mm. the house and like wander into the garage. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was awkward, but like you could handle it. But I totally understand why Diana doesn't want yeah to have the home address i I get it and there's there's alternatives for sure that work out but i would not skip on the google my business listing especially on the video i made i think on the video i made it actually talks about how to not have your house show yeah matt has a full video on that voice you should oh okay because what when i mean once the holidays are over then yeah what you're at right yeah exactly so i would i would get that up probably beforehand just so that it has some time to like populate and um, yeah. Bing, Bing has one too. I think it's called like Bing Places for Business or something or other. And I set <laughs> that up, dude. Bing. You know what? You can make fun of it all day. Old people <laughs> love Bing, dude, because they don't know what Chrome is and they never go to Google. They just open yeah. Internet Explorer and just start Whatever's typing on their computer. Yeah, Firefoxes dude, scare me. <laughs> people find people find shit on Bing, whether we like it or That's not. True. That's true. As funny true. as it is, yeah. So, um, and it was easy enough to set up. You just have like a Microsoft account, and you just. Mm-hmm. Click and yeah, add some pictures or whatever. Uh, all the, all the uh love has <laughs> a question. Let's see. Uh question regarding the California eight pound compressor we spoke about on Tuesday. It's the California Air Tools. Do you recommend setting outside? I've heard that it gets hot and noisy when it fills. What are your thoughts, please? Who has the eight pound? I, I don't have the eight pound, but it doesn't get noisy when it fills, it turns off. It's filled up. It's not being used. It doesn't yeah. keep running. While it's filled, the, it'll run and be noisy, but it shouldn't be too like, bad for like five minutes. I mean, I, I have the I have the like one gallon. I have the four gallon. It, it takes like five minutes to fill I up. Think, I I've think got Alex eight. turning his on for. Uh, <coughs> is it on? Oh, he can't hear us. Is it on now? It's on now. It's filling. So if you can't hear it, then that's. I mean, even if I yeah. I still can hear up. By the way, so, I've got I've got the eight pound, and it's basically for it's forty nine to fifty nine decibels, which is basically like your refrigerator clicking on. Or imagine the sound of your um, your CO two refrigerant going. Um, now I will say, when you have it full of liquid, if you don't drain it properly, it will be louder hmm. because it just it it, it does you know. Yeah. You have to drain it when you're done using it every day. You have to open yep. it up and let that. And if you out. don't, by the way, it's aluminum on the outside, but the inside is steel. And that's what I was saying. If I buy another one again, which I'm sure I will have to at some point, yeah. um, I would definitely get the aluminum interior. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's a big one. And I think it's like 150 more. Don't get me wrong. Like, I know you guys can't hear it right now. I can hear it. I it's can audible. Hear it. I can hear it through the headphones, but it's, I'm not like uh, annoyed by bad. it. Michael had uh, well, who made that one, dude? Mike, Michael had one. Jimmy has like almost the same exact one too. It's like a fucking <laughs> fifty-gallon like gigantic thing, and it's like yeah, when you're filling it up. Oh, what yeah. was it, Michael? Remember, we had to drain it every night. Every it was night, north. Dude. It was a Northern Tool monster. We were like, yeah. oh, Northern yeah. Tools make good Fire stuff, though. Yeah, Fire I got an hole. adapter on the bottom of mine, so when I when I <laughs> turn the knob. I have to hold it with my foot before I open it up. Yeah. And it shoots all the way across the garage out the door. 
Yeah. That's I mean, it's just every day blowing that water all the way out of that tank. It's, so yeah, it's, you want to hear a fun story? did every night. Yeah. Want to hear a fun yeah. story uh, about the first time that I didn't know how to drain a compressor because I'd oh, never no. even used one. And I got the eight pound came with the machine that I got. So I literally was sitting there and I didn't even understand that water. I like I had no clue. Right. So I sit there and I'm like, what's like, I picked up to move it. And I hear like a sloshing sound and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Mm. And so I pulled a little pin on the top, you know, just to kind of release some of the pressure. And I'm like, okay, so it's, you know, it's going and I'm like, okay, well, let me see what's going on here. And so I turned the little valve on the bottom because on this one, you have to like lift it to, to access it and it's toward the bottom. And so I twist it and like nothing's happening. And I'm like, man, I guess I have to maybe put pressure into it to make it go. <laughs> and so literally, and that be, you know, why though is because it had so much sludge from the rust that had, so I literally like a fucking, like a complete yeah. noob that I was, cause this is two years ago when I picked or two, three, almost three years ago now that I picked up the machine. And so I still have this cup as a reminder that I'm a fucking idiot whenever I think I'm cool. Like this cup is just shattered in the shit. It like my floor of my garage was covered in it. It sprayed everything. Oh. I had just gotten brand new Nike shoes custom made because my wife was like, we want to do something nice for your birthday. They were brand new covered in rust water exploded like 20 feet across the floor. Yeah. And I just like <laughs> all my wife heard was a huge pow and me go fuck. Like, it's just everything. And I walked in like, Oh no! I'm a laser owner. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm a laser. Good times. Yeah, Michael and I had uh, like warn each other because it would like we would take turns like <laughs> shitting each other's pants if you didn't like tap the other guy on the shoulder and be like, yeah. "I'm gonna drain the compressor." Like it, just all of a sudden, just an explosion in the shop once it's a day. It's all consuming. It was so loud, dude. It, it really loud. is by an echoey room, and it was just like it just. Oh yeah, that building was three thousand square feet, and two thousand of it was one room. So it was just, yeah. and the ceilings were like it's the size of the like ceiling. Yeah. That air sound is deafening no matter what. Definitely where. brutal. I like the California. It's kicked on twice, by the way, since, because I have a leak. It's kicked on twice since, uh, since I went over there and turned it on and nobody said anything. So I will, I will add to that conversation with that too is if you're going to put the compressor outside, be careful that it's not completely exposed to, to yes. like the elements yeah you want to make sure it's kind of covered at least you know partially enclosed so it's not just getting direct rainwater on it or snow or ice especially the motor uh, that yes. can that can your that'll turn your multi-year machine into a, a one season uh one trick um, and um and that's for thing. any brand that's not just for california air tools yes. they do yeah. not like to watch out one thing to consider too, whenever you're uh, buying one of these, this is something that I wish I would have gotten right off the bat, so I didn't have to go out and figure it out. Um, the Y adapter for it. So basically, what's really cool is when you have the eight pound, it fills up. You know, it doesn't uh, cycle as often, you know, as the smaller ones. So what's nice is like when you're running acrylic or when you're running um, any type of engraving on wood. What's really sweet is you hit this thing with engraving. And instead of having to sit there and dust it off and clean it off with some kind of a microfiber, blah, blah, blah. I've got the compressor. Like I literally bought an air gun to just go. And it's just, it's done. And so you can literally just be blasting stuff and you have one extra tube running to it and it hangs on the side of the laser. You super useful uh, when you're looking for stuff. So yeah, just a thought. Um, 
Fourth Six is asking if there's a preferred amount of airflow oh, for air assist. I think we say like what? 25 to, like? 20, 25 to 30 for cutting. Well, for cutting. If you're if you're just rocking normal air assist for like keeping your lens clean, like passive engraving kind of airflow, like mm-hmm. five PSI is yeah. plenty. Yeah, just to keep shit. And then out of cutting the lens. is anywhere above that up to like 25, 30, probably. Yeah. It just depends on what your machine will handle too. Yep. What yeah, you're not so- I want to, I, so I run, whenever I cut quarter inch acrylic, I will like run it at like 45 or 50 because I've noticed it just makes it so beautifully straight and perfect and wonderful. Is that, and it just me? What? I, I, I wouldn't see why not. I mean, there's like, if your machine can handle it and your hoses can handle it, then go for yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I love it because then it just like, you see it just, it is so like, oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your yours is definitely designed to handle that because yours is like a hundred and fifty watt cutting machine. Yeah. yeah. Um for 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 the people who are rocking like a 50, 70, maybe even like the lower end hundred watts, when you go over like twenty five PSI, there's a pretty high chance that you pop one of the hoses off of the, the push connectors. Um so yep. if you do, just open the machine up and stick that crap back together. But um, right. you may not be able to handle super high PSI. Yep. Um, some housekeeping before we close out for the end of the day. Don't you Ooh. dare go anywhere if you are listening live. <laughs> Absorb my housekeeping. Michael, <laughs> you just you just uploaded a brand new episode about air filtering, air, yep. air filtering de- devices. Um, yep. How, to, and how then, to filter it, what fans to use, some options, I'm gonna how to get in. rid of those fumes and and and, uh, and uh, smoke and all that good stuff. And then, can we get a sneak preview of the next one coming up? Oh, well, it's going to be one of my favorite pastimes, uh, which is it has to do with fishing. Mm. And I love to fish. Something to do with fishing and lasers. That's about all I'm going to say. All right, cool. If you guys like, if you guys like fishing and lasers, uh, allow Michael to lure you to his channel. It's Laser Engraving Nine One One. I'm picturing a boiling pond coming soon to a YouTube near you. Yeah, coming soon to a, a YouTube near you. He's got a bunch of great, excellent, excellent videos over there. Michael and I are uh, very long time friends, and uh, he's got amazing content. So make sure you go subscribe to him. We'll have a link to his channel down in the description. Uh, Matt's at ELC Creations, Jimmy's at Extreme LED Signs, Kyle and Boyce are right here with me at Laser Everything. A couple just things I want to throw out there really quick. So I know that a lot of you guys in the past have asked about old school forums. You guys like old school forums. Uh, I like old school forums, too. So we've added to the website uh, a forum. It's the Laser Everything forum. It's right here. Uh, so it's just the old-fashioned, uh, ye old Laser Everything forum. If you're into that, come check it out. Uh, we have, let's see, 26 members. There's one online, literally right now. Bunch of cool stuff. Uh, there is a section for vendors of the Laser Everything Marketplace only to get support, make some suggestions, uh, you know, report bugs uh, and talk with one another. Maybe you can wheel and deal, make some friends, uh, you know, whether you're selling blanks, coaching, uh, laser machines, jigs, accessories, whatever. Uh, this is a, definitely a cool space that you're going to want to check out. Uh, and speaking of which, the Laser Everything Marketplace, we're just about done, guys. We're, we're really, really close <laughs> now. 
I know it's been a very long time um, since since we began this project. I would encourage you, if you feel like you have something to, sorry, we're switching to AWS right now. It's really slow. Uh, if you guys have something that you think you can contribute to the laser community and you want to sell it here, again, whether that's jigs, fixtures, machines, whatever, uh, sign up. You can just come to this link right here at shop.lasereverything.net and there's an access key at the end of it. You can find that access key right here on the forum. We have a little post somewhere in the announcements page, I think. It's in here. It's in there somewhere. Go do, do a little do a little legwork. You'll find it if you really want to be a vendor. There's a link right here. Become a vendor at the top of the page. You can fill out the application, sign up to be a vendor, uh, and and sell stuff to your fellow laser engraving friends. Um, it's it's been it's been a long 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 time in the works, and I I would really love to see some of you guys uh, sign up for that. We have a lot of big companies, and I want some more of that mom and pop shop feel to go along with it too because mm -hmm. you guys are the ones using the machines you know the problems and you know you you guys are the ones engineering the fixes i know some of you uh out there have already kind of signed up and and started sharing and we've seen a lot of really cool things but we are getting close so if you want to be there for the grand opening now's the time to start considering that uh go buy some merch hit up the free discord and Facebook group links to those are down in the description as well. Love, thank you for the five dollar super sticker. Can anybody see it? Can oh yeah, we, uh, it's it's yeah. a high five. High fiving high five. lemon and lime, maybe. Nice. Now's a good time to ask her if she would like to come on our live stream. Uh, yeah, I think we. <laughs> I think no, but she's okay. Love, <laughs> Jimmy wants Jimmy wants you to come on the stream. Uh, yeah, so she's we can active. talk to you she's about. Always on here. She's really supportive. So uh, some stuff. Uh, Boyce will email you, I guess. And um, I, need I think email. I think that's it. Uh, go go sign up for the LMA if you haven't already. And again, go check out Michael's channel one more time. It's Laser Engraving Nine One One. That's all I've got. Does anybody have anything else before we leave? Don't eat laser engraved food. Yeah, it's so gross. I was gonna say, just remember to take bathroom breaks before, uh, while you're still working at the lasers, guys. It's okay to leave your laser for a minute to go potty. Yeah, Same. yeah. don't go yeah. in diapers. Speaking of diapers, Spoiler, I already have more food planned. There is a brand new episode of Emergency Stop out, emergencystop.net. That's all I can say about it officially. It's here. so funny. It's a good one. Um, love you guys. We'll see you in the next one. Yeah. Good night. Later.